Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Rory Bossio. It's a couple days before the 2019 UTMB. Well, UTMB and Rory Bossio again. Yeah, uh, reunited. It feels so good. I'm really happy to be here. It's like your long lost boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, where is he? Uh, yeah, I love this race. So I'm just really excited to be back. And I think it's just such a cool concept to go all the way around mm. Mount Blanc. It's not every day that you get to do that. So yeah, should be fun. You have been a part of the UTMB festival like for so long now. Was 2013 your first summer coming out here? No, I came over and did UTMB in 2012, the abbreviated right. night race. That. Yeah. Which everybody else was the kind night of rain race. Yeah, everybody else was kind of complaining about, but it was my <laughs> first race internationally. It was my first race in uh, it was my first time in Chamonix and I thought it was really fun because mm. I was like, oh, this is just like an adventure. I mean, even though practically the whole time was in the dark, I think I and finished. And the rain. Yeah, and the rain, um, but which made it kind of more fun. And so then I knew that the next year I really wanted to come back and do the whole thing, which so I was able to. So, yeah. So this is your, is that, does that make it your seventh summer here? Eighth? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. There's been one year where I didn't I think it was 2015 that I didn't do any of the UTMB races, but, you but were I, was, here. I was here. Yeah. Um, I actually did the. Um, it's like it's like UTMB on a mountain bike over in Mijev. It's oh. called the uh, what is it? The uh, something cycle velvet. What is it? CB. Um, it's like 140k on a mountain bike over kind of more near Les Uches. Okay. Um, yeah, and that was brutal. I was like, <laughs> it took me like 15 hours, and I was like, I'd rather do UTMB twice in a row than do that neck breaker again. Think so. I'll stick to running? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ass over tea kettle numerous times. So <laughs> running, no wheels involved, much safer. Well, you are a two-time UTMB champion. You're a TDS champion. Second mm -hmm. UTMB. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was Audrey last year. Not I'm me. sorry, Audrey. <laughs> um, what brings you back to do these races year after year? Because there's like the concept of like, come and hang out in Chamonix in a great little place like this. And then there's the concept of coming back to race. Yeah, that the, the it's more the former, the latter <laughs> for okay. me. Um, I, I wish I had more of that like competitive drive, but it seems to have gone away in like eighth grade. Um, <laughs> I use UTMB as kind of like an excuse to justify the amount of time I spend over here in the summer. Okay. Um, it's for me, it's yeah, it's the community. It's super fun to come over here and get to run with my girly friends like Stephanie and Fernanda and Martina. And so it's super fun just to hang Hello, out. So the ladies. So the ladies. <laughs> um, so it's really fun to come over here and hang out with them. And then Obviously, the scenery is, you know, world-class and unbeatable. So, um, yeah, it's become kind of just a little summer ritual for me to escape and come over here and vacation. <laughs> um, do you, I mean, you've been a champion of UTMB a couple times, podium of TDS. Like, do you have that competitive drive in you for... No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think uh, for me, uh, with... Uh, anything this long, like anything over mm. 15 hours, uh, I really, you have to quiet the noise of competitors because if you start focusing on them, you'll lose focus on yourself. And with something like this, it's so long mm. um, that I really just have to like focus inward and just think about getting around the mountain in one piece. And 
the longer I've done these races, the more I realize that I value the experiences where I'm able to kind of ride that middle zone where like the peaks and valleys aren't too high. I'm just kind of in the middle. In the middle. Yeah, in the middle. So for me, if I can just go out and I start really slow um, and just hopefully keep a decent enough pace where I make it all the way around and like... I personally don't love like pain and discomfort so much, so I try to minimize those. That's hilarious I know. that you're running 100 miles here. <laughs> well, you're able. Like I did um, the U new UTMB series race in Ushuaia in Argentina in mm -hmm. April, and that was about I think it was about 80 miles. And I had it. We had had a really big winter in Tahoe, and I hadn't been running at all. And I was worried going into that race that I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't been running. Like, this is, gonna this is really stink. going to hurt. But I was able to just go out and really pace myself, and I had so much fun and really minimize the lows. So that's what I'm looking to do here, minimize the lows, mm. keep my expectations low, and I won't be disappointed. <laughs> so you've seen all kinds of weather at UTMB over mm -hmm. the years. This mm -hmm. forecast is looking like... Well, somebody said it yesterday, potentially hotter than Western states this year. Oh, good God. Well, <laughs> that's why I don't do Western states anymore. It's too hot. You just come to um, UTMB where this year's uh, hot. Um, I, uh, yeah, I would rather it be like pissing frogs than uh, the heat. But the heat here, it'll be like uh, 25 Celsius, so about 80-ish, yeah. which really, when with you think about humidity, it, yeah, though. with humidity isn't so bad. At least you get a lot of you know, a good chunk of the race is in the dark. And then like the early morning hours aren't too bad. So if I mentally do it in my head like that, I'm like, okay, it's only like mm. eight hours of uncomfortable heat weather, and heat and humidity. And I've been over here long enough this summer that I feel at least acclimated to it. And, um, because where I come from in Tahoe, it's so dry. Mm, that like 7% humidity. Yeah, exactly. I come over here, my skin loves it. But <laughs> I don't. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's good. I like, I feel bad wishing that it was like raining and really crappy weather because that doesn't make it enjoyable for the majority of the runners. So this will probably make it a little bit more fun for people who are out there for mm. two days not having to deal with rain. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I want to ask you about sort of your perspective on the development of the women's competition here at UTMB. I mean, it seems like maybe when you were first coming out here, it was like the competitive depth was a lot shallower. It was like there was a couple superstars, but now there's not only superstars, but there's incredible competitive depth. Yeah, I think it's really incredible. And it's just a testament to how the sport is growing and how more and more women are getting involved. So yeah, you're getting that depth. And I think it's really exciting. Like mm. I uh, tend not to look at like who's racing before because of what I said earlier. Um, <laughs> but I do know that the women's field this year is just super strong. And it was that way last year. I spectated uh, UTMB last year and I was just like blown away by the level I saw of the women's race. And I think it's great. I think the more women we can attract to doing this, um, the more girls will get involved at a younger age. And it's been such a rewarding part of my life um, that I'm, like, trying to, you know, spread the word that come out and do it. Like, women are really good at these longer races. I think you see, you know, in, like, half marathon distance and 50K, the numbers are more even. But then when you make that jump up and between genders, but when you make that jump up to 100 miles, there's definitely kind of a disparity there. And it's slowly closing, um, I think, as more women realizing that, uh, you can do it and your body actually excels at it. So yeah, I think it's great. I think it makes it like really entertaining and I think it just attracts more sponsors, um, to sponsor women and I'm all for it. Um, you have been one of the women, 
um, sort of prevalent over here in the UTMB-ish community advocating for like honoring women equally to men. Like, you know, when we all used to first start coming out to UTMB, um, the race honored five women. Right. They now honor 10, ten women yeah. equal to equal to the number of what men they honor on the yeah. podium. Um, I just want to know your thoughts on like that sort of if you build it, they will come type of thing because here we are now some years later and look how quickly the women's field has increased in its competitive de- depth, right? Yeah, I think it's um, it's an overall problem in the outdoor industry and in athletics and sports in general mm. that women don't get as much coverage. And some might say, well, it's because, you know, they're not as fast as the men and people want to see the, you know, fastest doing it. But, and that's why there's not as much money to the women. But I really think it starts from a coverage basis mm-hmm. and media attention, which I think Iron Far is so good at. You guys pay, <gasps> no, really, you guys pay such equal attention. And it's not just like, you'll put like the women first in your race recaps and stuff like that matters. And um, so I think the more attention that the, the women's field can get, the more you're going to attract. And it's just that positive reinforcement. And I think we are seeing the benefits of, of that, of like UTMB awarding equally top 10, top, uh, top 10 men, top 10 women. And, um, you know, when I hear like race organizers saying, Oh, uh, trying to give themselves pats on the back for giving like equal pay, uh, or equal, um, you know, uh, prize money. I'm like, it's really great, and I, that's the way it should be. I don't think you should be getting a pat on the back for that. That's like <laughs> a father doing his job and actually being a parent to a child is getting a pat on the back for not being a deadbeat. It's like, no, that's your responsibility. Right. It should all be equal. Um, and I'm great that it is that way. I, I mean, I feel great that it's that way, but it, it should be that way. There shouldn't be you know, any props to that. Um, that should be the default uh, is equal. So I think it's great. I think we're just seeing more and more women get into the sport, which I like. Some sort of notes to add to that. Um, sometimes our coverage of women's races gets more attention and readership and interest than our coverage of the same men's race. Well, I believe it because look how cute we are. <laughs> No offense, guys. <laughs> That's what true. How can you say no to That's what true. Exactly. Come on. Um, yeah, I think it's great. And I think you see, like, with this year at UTMB, the women's race, to me, seems like it's going to be more competitive than the men. So. And um, one more note to add to that. Given the number of women who are in this race versus the number of men, like, overall field entrance, one would argue that... Um, in ratio, the women's race has more competitive depth than the men's. Right, exactly. There are less like overall numbers of quote-unquote elite women in the field, but relative to the number of women in the race, it's like... Very concentrated. uh, It's a a hugely deep women's field. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Um, Well, I wish you the best of luck. And what is this like your... 23rd journey around Mont Blanc over the years? Sure, sure. I mean, but but just between all the reckies and... uh, whatever. Yeah, I actually haven't done any of the course since I've been here this year, but so we'll see if it's changed. (laughs) We'll see if it's changed. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe something changed. Yeah, exactly. Looking forward to surprises. (laughs) Good luck, Rory. Thanks, Megan. Support I Run Far. They're the best. Oh, wow. Thanks. Bye. Ciao.